Kia ora. And welcome back into another episode of Two Mates, Five Takes, a podcast where we rank our top fives in any given category or topic each week, uh, basically ranking things that should never be ranked. I am one mate, Oliver, and as always, I'm joined by Cam Olson. The other mate. And um, let's just start it off with a quick question for Oliver. What are you grateful for today? So Cam does this every time now. He's buying time. Which is this kind of ambush tactic. He's stalling. And it really rattles me, man. This is only episode three. I was describing it before. We can't really walk and talk at the same time. Let me ask you a different question. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for being here in this room with you. Oh, that's nice. Nice and warm. I just noticed you've got your hood up. Yeah. With the headphones over the hood. Yeah. Okay. I'm worried the beautiful people aren't going to be able to see your face. That's okay. They can see my beautiful hood and my beautiful headphones. I can see your little lips poking I'm grateful for you and for all of the light that you bring into the world and Alvin the Chipmunks. That's beautiful. Thanks. And that's a great way to start this episode off. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so if you're new to the show, we just give our top fives. We have a new topic each week. And this week is food. Food. Yum. I've eaten it. I've had a few. I've had a few foods. Yeah. This is food, right? No, that's a microphone. Oh, okay. Don't eat that. That would be very bad, and we'd have to hear you chewing and suckling yeah, at a microphone. Is, this doesn't need to be an hour-long ASMR, um, but it could be. Play your cards right. Tune in for next week. Yeah. Anyway, um, did you have like a definition of what food is, or a criteria, or anything like that? Yeah, I got a definition uh, which I googled, and it is any nutritionist any nutritious substance that people or animals drink or eat, or that plants absorb in order to maintain life and growth. Oh, so drink as well? So yeah. like a drink? Nah, like nah. I haven't put any drinks in, or I kind of. Well, we'll see. So that's your criteria. Okay, uh, that's not my criteria. That's oh, the sorry. definition. Okay, um, and I like to think of it as. You can't drink it, but you could slurp it. Mm. So maybe smoothies and soups are in the mix. Smoothies and soups. Yeah. yeah. I suppose the challenge with a category like food in order to rank is trying not to be too sh- subjective and go just based on your own experience and taste palate. So we kind of need to break it down further. So for me, my criteria, and this is in order, taste, nutritional value, mouthfeel, smell, context effects slash unique attributes like for example when you eat asparagus your pee smells oh okay so you got okay that's an interesting one so my criteria is quite similar to yours foods are things you put in your mouth to be chewed or slurped i have put here specifically drinks are not food things that are also not food bicycles stickers and joe biden socks and my scaling criteria involved the Dr. Cam Olsen Trifecta Deluxe Super Grading System, <laughs> patent pending, which considers these following aspects, lethality, versatility, accessibility, utility, and if it's yummy. I love that. So yeah, my three um, grading systems are five points, patent pending. I'm really excited. So will you give, you a, s- will you give a score for each food that you push out or well i'm glad you asked yes absolutely wow got my rating system well tried and, tri- tried and tested let's just go tried in and, and jump in and, and you can start us off i'm deep in, jumping in in the deep end with peanuts extremely lethal uh peanut butter allergists 
I don't have too much time for them. So people who are allergic to peanut, uh, peanuts. Um, and here is why. They, in my experience, do you know anyone who's got a peanut allergy? Uh, not personally, good. but sorry, why? Why do we care? Like, why is it a good thing that it's lethal to some people? Uh, it makes it cooler. You know what I mean? No. Or you don't reckon? No. Okay. Because, like, here, for example, like, a sword is cool because it can kill people, but it's yep. designed to kill people. Food is not designed to kill people. Yeah, but if you put, like, a nice little stone on the base of the sword, that's not killing anyone. Be like, that's cool. That's a little extra pizzazz. It's a little extra credit for the food. Anyway, this is tried and tested, and I had lethality back there, and you went, beautiful. So now I'm opening with something lethal. I, I, barely, like, I barely even registered the yeah. lethality. Because did you say accessibility as well? Yeah. Wow, okay. I don't even, yeah, keep going. You know what that means, right? I do. Yeah. I just don't know. The ability to be accessed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And you know what lethality is? Absolutely. The ability to be lethal. Yeah. Peanuts are lethal to people who are allergic to peanuts. I don't like people who are allergic to peanuts, generally speaking. Most of them don't have a tan. And most of them are the kind of people that drink sparkling water when they feel like being a bit crazy. Can I just ask, do you go out and try to buy the car with the lowest safety rating without airbags? <laughs> like, is that kind of cool? Like a car that might just like implode if you hit something at 50Ks? Okay, let me answer your question with a question. Would you, if I was driving the car, wear a seatbelt or are you my ride or die? Yeah, I'm wearing a seatbelt. Pathetic. Pathetic loyalty is dead in this world. Um, so I've got other reasons. I would hope so. <laughs> Combined with chocolate, it makes the perfect dad treat, the perfect uh, the peanut slab. And combined with oil, they make the perfect kid treat, peanut butter. So you get all across the spectrum. You don't get any perfect mum treats that I could think of. Um, perhaps a peanut satay. Not too sure. And uh, they also have fought to the top of the nut family, which is not really a small feat because it has been now other contenders to be the prime nut. Um, I can list some if you'd like, or are you aware of the nut family? I'm aware of the nuts. That's kind Pine of nuts, fine. Macadamia, hazelnut, no, cashew, I, I know, I know, uh, I know pistachio. The yeah, I know, I know. Almond. Nut, yeah. I, no, no, I know nuts. Brazil nuts. I know the, the other nuts. The walnut. Uh, but I think peanut. mix. I think peanut is maybe on top, just based on like cheapness. So here's why peanuts on top because of its lethality. Versatility, accessibility, utility, and it's yummy. Also, elephants like them. That's pretty cool. I was at a bar the other day, and they brought us a bowl of unshelled peanuts. And I was like, what? What am I supposed to do with these? Shell them myself? Yeah, that's a lot of effort. Yeah, it was, it was strange. Were they, like, unsalted as well? I assume Presumably, so. They can't. Right? Well, they, they maybe salted the shells, <laughs> but I'm not eating that part. <laughs> injecting the salt into the shell. Just for a little bit of timing. Um, so do you want to hear my score for it? Sure. Lethality, five stars, obviously. Versatility, four stars. Accessibility, four stars. Utility, four stars. Yummy factor, four stars. Pretty high up. It's a deserving number five. It's, it's hard to see how you even go up from there with scores that high. You would think so, but I do. But I do. I'm bummed out that I don't have a, a star rating system now. Some people care about this and some people it's a hobby. I feel like it gives your ones far more legitimacy than I've got going on. Yeah, exactly. Damn. So what's your, uh, do you have any pushback on that? Do you think that is a worthy number five? You've heard my pushback in terms of lethality. I don't think that should be. 
<laughs> celebrated when it comes to foods that are supposed to provide you like with nutrients and keep you alive. It's literally the opposite of what food is kind of used for. Yeah, but it's like David Bowie or Andy Warhol, they're subverting the trope, you know? So like food usually keeps you alive. It's like, yo, motherfucker, I'm going to kill you too. I reckon that's sick. Mm. Sick. <laughs> I'm glad that a nuts made it onto the list because I don't have any nuts on mine. <laughs> Pause. Uh, what's your number five then? My number five is Wheat Bix. Oh, yeah. So it's just straight up neutral. I don't think it's good for you, overly good for you, and it's not bad for you either. It's just right bang in the middle, which mm. um, I kind of like because it is this perfect blank canvas. So if you're having Wheat Bix, very rarely are you just having it by yourself, or if you are, you're like a psycho. Um, having it by yourself so you have to have wheat bix with friends and family around you yeah preferably right, in the you kitchen. can't have it on your own and then the wheat bix itself you need uh, other ingredients to kind of uh, chuck in the mix but there's such a wide variety with wheat bix it can go with fresh fruit it can go with honey it can go with milo sugar um, you can chuck in some yogurt there get other grains you could put peanut butter in there I don't think it would clash too hard wheat bix is just Super versatile in that respect. Mm. You can have it hot or cold, um, and that means you can have it in the mornings for breakfast, mm. or you could have it at night right before you go to bed. Mm. Now, here's a question. Okay. Have you had hot wheat bix before? Here's an answer. Yes. Now, do you heat the milk first and pour it over, or do you pour the milk onto the wheat bix and then microwave? I've never heard the second one ever in my life. Now, there's another there's another method here, which my grandmother would do, who her taste buds are just being decimated by the war or whatever. I don't know, whatever <laughs> old people's <laughs> taste buds get ruined by. Uh, but she would just boil a jug of water. That's how she attains the heat. And then she just pours milk over it, like normal milk. So it boils the water. That makes the whole bowl really hot. Pours the boiling water, obviously, and then adds milk to it, kind of like an instant coffee of wheat bix. Yeah, I also have heard of that one, but it sucks. But yeah, I'm glad you went with option A. Mm. Heat the milk. The yeah, heat the it. milk. Heat the milk in a saucepan, not in the microwave. Take some time, bro. If you're gonna have wheat bix, they're so boring. You may as well make a little bit of pizzazz to it. You know, add a little bit of a little bit of je ne sais quoi. Yeah, and I'll absolutely agree. Boring, but perhaps that's. That gives it its kind of range. I have noticed you like untapped potential in all of your options. All weeks you have mentioned something that versatility is its biggest utility, um, probably because you don't have a scale like mine. But uh, Wheat Bix to me, so I open, I came out of the gate with something that can kill people and you came out the gate with something that is like- Doesn't kill people, keeps them alive. Don't worry, the rest of my stuff This isn't top five weapons, guys. This isn't top five- <laughs> Ways to kill your grandma. No, it's I know. Food. That's age and time. But, uh, <laughs> and like just progressiveness, <laughs> less racism in the and world. And like a shit. little nudge yeah. down the stairs. Yeah. My grandma had like a massive bruise on her arm and I was like, what's that from? And she was just like, the wind. Like, that's a bad day. She's like, I fought it. <laughs> no, no. Oh. She's not holding her arm down by her anus when she fought. Maybe she was getting, like going to get up. And she farted on her arm, and yeah. it, like, broke the skin. <laughs> and then she lied to me and said it was just weather. Anyway, um, 
I've yeah, I've just noticed that you like just um, clay. You like things that can be molded into other things. I think versatility is something to always apply to these top five lists in terms of value. So yeah, I, I always want to give it a shout. The last thing I'll have on Wheatbix is it's one of the rare foods that comes with trading cards. Oh, true. So you get the All Blacks collectible cards. I haven't got any this year, but I will note that All Blacks cards have gone way down recently. Really? I think back in like 2016, 17, they were like kind of proper. Holographic. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were kind of like a bit scratchy, the surface of them. Yeah. Like they were quite cool. Um, last couple of years, just straight up cardboard. It's dropped down a bit, hasn't it? But maybe that's to Are do Are you with confusing the wheat bicks with the cards? That's just straight up cardboard. <laughs> and also, have you ever seen on the back of the wheat bix packets? I'm assuming you have the all of the varieties that they suggest, and one of them includes marmite and avocado. I might have to give it a go. Versatility, yeah. man, my god. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that's my number five. Good for you. Well, I'm glad that we both don't agree with our number five. What comes up after peanuts? And is this one going to kill you as well? Uh, some people. And there is a mischief element to it. Because remember, lethality is part of my grading system. It shouldn't be. Banana. Have you heard of it? Yep. Yellow, curvy, fruit. Okay. Comes in its own (laughs) biodegradable lunchbox. Massive upside. Biodegradable. Way ahead of its time. Everyone out here like beeswax wraps. I'm like, banana peels, bro. Could you argue that almost every fruit has that? Not an apple. Yep. Well, just an apple does it. You don't have to wrap it in anything. It comes in its own little skin. But you put it in your lunchbox. You don't have to. You could put it in your bag. Well, I guess it's lucky. You I could just raw points. dog any apples, oranges, mandarins, peaches. If I say raw dog with fruits. Uh, but okay, fine. I guess lucky. I've got other points. It's got the versatility to go into cake, banana cake, if you haven't heard of that. And smoothies, banana smoothies, if you haven't heard of that, um, which I think is nice because it kind of exists. I don't have a nutritious aspect to mine because I like foods that are yummy, but that is both sides. You can have a really nutritious smoothie and a really yummy cake and a yummy smoothie. Why not? Um, I also really like how somehow the banana dodged the pitfall of being the penis emoji, like the eggplant picked that up somehow. It's a pretty easy go-to to just be like, that's the banana. I guess, like, my penis is not curved or yellow. <laughs> so I, I suppose if you're using, like, an emoji to represent a penis or your penis, you kind of want to avoid, penis. you want to avoid, like, some kind of skinny, elongated <laughs> thing and you maybe put more value on girth and also, like, this deep purple, which is quite sexy. Whereas, like, just Could you say deep yellow. purple again and just lean into the microphone? Deep purple. Wow, that's amazing. And I hit those bees. Um, monkeys like them. Bananas, not aubergines. Or eggplant, if you will, will you? Um, and the banana peel is also not only a bit biodegradable lunchbox, phenomenal aspect, but it is also one of the first ever prank items, like pre-whoopee cushion, pre-hand buzzer. You throw a banana peel on the ground, someone slips on it, bada-bing, bada-boom. You know what I mean? I reckon that's like pioneering. Use of a food after you eat it for it to serve some purpose is definitely dope. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm glad that you, I couldn't tell if you were agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. I'm not always going to push back. If you make a good point, I'm going to celebrate that point. And it's also high in potassium, which I don't know what that is. Neither. But everyone's like, oh yeah, make sure you get your bananas. They're high in potassium. And I'm like, isn't chalk or something? I've heard this, and I don't know if it's a myth or not, um, and maybe our producer Steen can Google this for me, but if you eat lots of bananas, let's say a bunch of bananas and then a whole bunch of energy drinks like Red Bull, I've heard you can get like a heart attack or something Something happens to your heart. Um, have you ever heard of this? No. Can you Google exactly how he put that? A bunch of bananas plus a bunch of energy drinks equals heart attack. Question mark, question mark, question mark. That's generally how I would Google anything. Just yeah, these a random bunch of keywords. <laughs> I wasn't comfortable like giving it an actual amount. Like mm. I didn't want to say 17 bananas. Plus three Red Bulls. Yeah, and three Red Bulls. Two V-Pures and a caffeine. And a caffeine shot. So he was possible to overdose. He had 400 bananas and approximately... <laughs> 400 bananas 400 and 280 ba- caffeine drinks the fact that i heard some guy had an issue with this means that he must have nibbled on 400 and then no that's impossible what am i saying maybe he had like the mildest form like he managed to like demo that amount in like a week or something and by the end his heart was like yo stop yeah that doesn't really sound like a myth or like a rumor that needs to be propagated. Like if someone's like, yo, did you know if you eat 400 of anything and drink 280 of anything, I'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure bad stuff's going to happen. Yeah, isn't it like if you just drink a full bottle of soy sauce, it will kill you, I'm pretty sure, because it's just so high in sodium or something like that. Still here and breathing, baby. I'm fine. Well, I only say, all that, breath. I only say all that to up the lethality rating of bananas. Yeah, you. true. Well, that's the, that is exactly right. Uh, and they do have a lethality rating to them. Um, it is still a four. So what? You might <laughs> Why is it four? Well, I know a guy who ate 400 of them. <laughs> and also because the banana peel, you can slip and uh, smack your head on the ground and die. That's a, like a one star. Nope, because I've got a one star. And you'll see why. How many people do you know that slipped on a banana peel and has hurt themselves seriously? No. And I know five people who died from a peanut. You're starting to figure out the trend. Uh, lethality, four stars. Versatility, four stars. Accessibility, five stars. Utility, five stars. Yummy factor, five stars. A very high rating for the banana. Banana's five star taste rating. Yeah. Banana cake, smoothies, banana chips, banana. Yeah, but if you just do banana? Banana, yeah, bro. Yeah, because banana cake is a whole bunch of sugar in there. Yep, fine. Just banana. Still delicious. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice texture. It's definitely better than peanuts. Yeah, that's why it's fourth. And it's got a great... You know what? And I'm glad that you bring that up because no matter what you say, it's definitely better than wheat bix You could be like, I don't know, old... Oh, no, Joe Biden's socks is not one of them, so you can't say that. But you could say pretty much anything else. I'd be happy with it. Tree bark. Like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, not bad for a number four. It's fine. It's good. It, it has a place in a top five, I think. Yeah, you're going to get excited for the medalists in this one. <clears throat> My three, two, and one. Is it your only fruit? 
Where's the chick? He doesn't even know his top five, guys. No. Oh, it wow. Is not. Okay. I wonder if me and you have an overlap on a fruit on this list. I think it's possible just because it's quite. Possibly, but I invented this fruit. Ah, okay. Well, then probably not. Kind of. My number four, if you're finished with. Um, yeah, all um, done. Yeah, I'll pass on the baton. It's popcorn. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Good. Oh, really I've good. written down here. I do have one star rating. I've given it, and it's on smell. This popcorn gets a four star smell rating. So when you walk nice. into the movies and you you smell that freshly popped popcorn, mm -hmm. synonymous. And for that reason, I also gave popcorn um, a big boost because of a contact high you feel whenever you pop popcorn and eat it because mm. it just reminds you of times that you've gone to the movies. Generally speaking, context-wise, you're always going to be sharing popcorn. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, it's to sit down and watch a movie with friends or family. Or you're at the movies, and you've got like a chock top and a frozen Coke, and you've mm -hmm. spent $350 on food. Mm -hmm. But you're in your seat, and you're about to watch Pitch Perfect 2, and you are just like in heaven. Yeah, Arca heaven. It is delicious. It also has a unique mouthfeel. So it's, it's quite light, but also crunchy. Mm. Now, listen, I will push back a little bit and say there's nothing worse than getting the little kernels mm -hmm. caught in your teeth. I hate that. Genocide. It's terrible. Genocide's worse. Yeah. And then the very last point I've got here is it's actually kind of fun to cook. It's it like is. a little game that little you play experiment. where it's like a little pops. As a mm. kid, it's like really exciting. As an adult... Mm. Less so, but still, like, you're here for it. You, you, you don't mind sticking around. It really only takes a few minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and you, like, you can always compete against the last batch you did by popping yes. more of the popcorn. I mean, listen, a lot of people listening to this probably microwave their popcorn, and that's fine. It's fine these days. But it's there's, acceptable. there's something about stovetop popcorn popping that yeah. is just super dope. Super dope. And there is something as well I would... I'd actually agree this is like deserving of being high up because there is like a really tangible feeling of sadness and sorrow if you do microwave it and you just burn the whole thing. You yeah. know, if you go like 350. Also, why is all of Act 2 stuff in Spanish? Like their instructions are always in Spanish. I'm like, yo, like I'm happy that you guys have got this whole bilingual thing going on, multicultural, but... I don't know how to pop popcorn in the microwave if you're going to give me a whole bunch of siempre and I yeah. think it's Spanish. It might be French. Yeah, I've never I've never looked closely enough. Well, one more point would be nice range of flavors. Like kettle corn it was like a revelation mm. when I was a teenager. Um, you don't want to go too crazy with – you don't want to do like cheese-flavored popcorn. What was that like – Colorful. Do you remember those colorful popcorns? Yeah, I I really enjoyed caramel corn out of the yeah. bag, but that colorful stuff was just horrendous. Just it was like the Fruit eh? Loops of popcorn. It yeah. was really bad. <clears throat> terrible, terrible idea. And it would just get on your hands, and you would have this weird food dye on your fingers. Yeah, popcorn's a great pick. I wonder if that's even still a thing because there's so much marketing now where it's like no artificial flavors and colors or preservatives yeah. and like colorful popcorn was like, well, fuck, that's the only thing we do. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of our thing. Uh, yeah, and the inventor of it, like Frederick Popcorn, would have just been pushing back and like lobbying against it. 
Don't trust Big No, Pop no, no. Freddie P was actually against the 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 disgusting uh, like um, augmentation of yeah. his original product. He was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Yeah. Also, he's super homophobic, so he didn't like rainbow colors or anything like that. <laughs> he's not a good dude, bro. Right, right. Which I hate to be lobbying for popcorn now that I've mentioned about Frederick popcorn. Hey, man, Hitler invented Fanta. You know, that's a fact. Did he really? Well, Germany invented Fanta because uh, America wouldn't allow Coca-Cola to be imported because they were like obviously restricting all of the rations for Germans. And so they created their own little orange drink and they called it Fanta. Okay, can I just can I just say this? Don't say Hitler invented it. Yeah, but it's the, the way. No, 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 no. But the guy who in- actually invented it, if he heard this podcast, he'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, he stopped us from having Coke, and I fucking came up with Fanta. Yeah, Benedict Fanta was not a good man, so I don't care too yeah, much be- about unsullying his Benny name. Benny F. was like a hearty Nazi, so like probably boycott Fanta. Yeah. Let's get away from Nazism and uh, the National Socialist Republic of Germany or whatever it was called. And jump over to number three, if that's okay with you. Third place, let's get into it. Popcorn was a great shout. I'm Thank actually you. really happy with that. Um, I've got rice. Yeah, I had no, the same response. You I had this. It's, it's just an ingredient. No, it's not. Of course, it's not. What you are you talking eat, about? You can eat only rice. Who who eats only rice? I've had only rice. Like, You've had it. You've this? had it probably by accident or like within like how extreme can you accidentally student only poverty. have rice. Bro, okay, first of all, you cook the rice and then you go to get like first the chicken of all, and you have no chicken. Not all of us are killing it enough. To be able to have another ingredient. You just were just bagging extreme student poverty. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to have just rice, you have just rice. It's a carbohydrate. So I on, have hang on. so many reasons hang for on. this. I know. That's cool. I don't think it'll count. It because at the start, we said you can't be too broad. Does. It has to be somewhat specific. Okay. I will go long grain. Long grain rice. It's just an ingredient, man. Okay, fine. Short <laughs> grain rice. Just do your thing. I just don't think it'll count. But Esmati yeah. rice. Which one do you want? Just, you can't, but it's cool. Just go for it. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Have chicken on rice. There you go. There's your thing. You know, it no, has to be. Because that's a meal. Yeah. It's, it's like you got to be. Food is not a meal. Food is a food. You eat it. It can be. Okay, hang on. Food can be things you put in your mouth to be chewed or slurped. Drinks are not food. And neither is bicycles, stickers, or Joe Biden's socks. Rice is none of those things. It's not a bicycle. You put it in your mouth. It's not a sock. It's not a sticker. And it can be chewed or slurped. It is all of those things. I just think if we do that, like, you'll just be like, yeah, just bread. Whereas, like, it's sure. not often that you would eat just bread. But you still can. You can, but you don't. But you still can. But you don't. But you can. That's the point of this. Yeah, but you could eat plenty of do things. Do you just eat Weetbix on their own dry? No. Comes with there milk. There you go. So that's a meal. So you can say wheat bix and milk. Yeah, which is what I described. Mm, but you said it as number five. Could you read back to the to the to the folks at home? What did you have as number five? Word for word. Don't wheat, change it. Wheat bix. Oh. So I've got rice at number three. It's a base to many African, Southeast Asian and base, South American yeah, base, cuisines. Yeah. It's amazing for if you're hungry and you want a thousand of something. <laughs> It's so prevalent, it's got its own cooker, which the only other thing that has that is the saucepan. So sauces. You got a rice cooker. And here's my final reason. Historically, in the Philippines in the 1700s and in Japan in the 1800s, rice was a currency. People 
traded it. Not bartering. It was literally a currency. You would pay your taxes with rice. You would pay your employees with rice. So therefore, it is empirically more valuable than other foods. Admittedly, not a high lethality rating. It can be, though. You could, like, if you leave it out, like, it's funny. A lot of people think something like chicken the next day, say if you had, like, sushi. Mm. Is the thing that gets you with food poisoning. It most of the time, it's the rice that you leave out. It's yeah. just a, a a perfect. It's a common misconception, right? It's kind of like how it's not the fire that kills you; it's the smoke. Yeah, yeah. You know what happens, right? It gets into your lungs, and then you can't breathe. So smoke, not rice. So I'm ha- I'm happy for you to have rice after thinking about it. I think oh, that's good. we probably didn't quite line up our criteria because I thought rice was far too broad. Yeah. Um, and more of just kind of an ingredient that you put in most meals, but it is a food, and mm. fair enough if I've got wheat bix and rice. you don't have a scaling system, whereas I do. Yeah. So I've clearly got something that's tried. It. You know, I've got like science behind me. It's I'm not. Validated. I'm not saying yours isn't. Better than mine, I'm just saying it's how we connected on it, you know. Well, we connect in other ways. So lethality, one star. Yeah, we're playing footsies under the table. Don't tell anyone. My mother's listening to this. Lethality, one star. Shout out, mum. Versatility, five stars. Accessibility, five stars. Utility, five stars. Yummy. You're not going to believe this. Five stars. I love rice, man. I love rice, man. That's cool. You you remind me of... um, this flatmate that I had and his, I don't know what it was from, maybe just from birth, he has just dull taste buds. So if he has like, if he has like this lobster, beautiful restaurant grade meal, he'll be like, yeah, that was good. And if he just like ate raw cat food, he'd be like, yeah, that was good. Like we'd have some meals in the flat where like, we, we had this famous one where um, flatmate Josh Noyan, uh, friend of the pod, he cooked like this apricot chicken and just fully fucked it up. And it was just this slimy, just swamp meal. And we all kind of boycotted it pretty early on. And Jordan ate the whole thing. I was like, that's pretty good. Um, that's good of him. So maybe you're kind of like Jordan. Yeah, I do love raw cat food. Prefer it cooked <laughs> or sous vide. Um, you you like the biscuits. I've seen you nibbling on them at, at yeah. lunch for, for a snack. And Scooby snacks. I think... The only thing I'll push back on with rice in terms of your star rating is I think you need to check how many people die of food poisoning from rice compared to like slipping on bananas because from one to four <laughs> is crazy to me. <laughs> but apart from that, it's it's good. It's so a you think argument. I should up the lethality? Oh, yeah, big time. And drop banana peel lethality <laughs> just way down. Just okay. swap those two numbers, I think. You reckon? And then you you're reckon good. banana peel lethality is a one? Yeah. Okay. I think in cartoons, I'll crunch it's like numbers. a seven, but you yeah. Know. I'll crunch the numbers. I've got a few spreadsheets. I'll talk to some people. Dr. Lethality, we'll have a conversation with. Because, yeah, I was, I was talking to Hillary last night about this podcast, and she said, yeah, Rice wins. Oh, actually, she got super passionate about kimchi because they have like a museum for it uh, in Korea. And she was like, kimchi is the best. Emperor kimchi. But yeah, I said, no, it's an ingredient. But no, it's cool. <laughs> Happy to have it. Well, I mean, if you gave me that much pushback on rice, you're going to hate number two. It's just going to be bread or some shit, it's isn't it? It's not just bread or some shit, isn't it? It's something else. That's all good. Um, we didn't. I didn't specify enough. We didn't specify enough, so it's fine. I think we should just let it slide. 
Um, yeah, we'll talk it would about make it. for a bad podcast if we just like had a full on fight. If we didn't um, allow it. Yeah. What if I was just like, I, I love how at the start when you were saying it, I was like, no, no, no. You can't just stop. What if you'd just been like, yeah, okay, you're right. On to you. <laughs> it would have been so shit. Yeah, you're right. On to you. My number three is pizza. Is it in your top five? No. Wow. Okay. Thought about it. I had it in there for a while. but So let's think about the obvious. Pizza is super delicious. Mm-hmm. Like um, smell rating, it's four, five. You could you could argue it's um, topped with gooey cheese. It's so good. If you want vegetarian options, you got them. I really like the versatility of this food. So in terms of flavors, there's so many to choose from. But in terms of quality, so you can start from the bottom of the pile with like Domino's, like frozen pizzas from the supermarket. You can start climbing up a little bit, uh, maybe go to Sal's Pizza, do some homemade numbers. Really easy to do as well yourself. Make them however you want, go crazy with the flavors, all the way up to like wood fire pizzas and like restaurant grade so like you've got this full spectrum of pizzas where if you've only got five dollars you can get a pizza if you've got twenty five dollars you can you get, could pizza. get five pizzas oh you could yeah absolutely you could yeah. feed five people well you could feed more than that one slice that's like 40 slices you could feed 40 people you could be like jesus with the uh the bread and the fish and you're just like, yo, I got my $5. Let me turn this into infinite pizzas. Yeah. You know who Jesus was, right? Yeah. He yeah. was. Yeah. He was just a guy. Yeah. He's just like me and you. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, I think a lot of people would say he was a bit better. Okay. A lot of people would say he was a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Um, also, pivoting off of that is... Um, the whole versatility, you just have so many options. So it's like, do you want to pick one up from the supermarket on your way home? Do you want to ring up an order? Do you want to make it yourself? There's mm. heaps of different ways to grab a pizza. So that's accessibility, not yeah. versatility. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, and I'm, this I'm is encroaching on your yeah. territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also one We're of learning, the, you know, it's also one of the few foods where if you cook it, if you have it the next day cold, it's still super phenomenal. Dope. Yeah. yeah, depending on how you keep the pizza, if you chuck it in the fridge, you're good to go. If you leave mm. it out in the box you're probably fucked or in the freezer yeah <laughs> eat it cold yeah don't put it in the freezer <laughs> rock hard hawaiian yeah that's where my cat Wolf. food <laughs> that's where my cat food lives yeah so to have something so supremely delicious um and to have it still somewhat affordable mm. and for there to be so many options it needs a place at the table and so also, it. turtles love it do Teenage they? Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, crazy they do. Do you remember the first scene of the uh, the old, I mean, maybe the 90s or the 80s even? And it's just like four straight minutes of a whole bunch of New Yorkers eating pizza. I'm walking here. Yeah, and who was that? I think it was Donatello. <laughs> anyway, he's out of here now. But um, And just for like four straight minutes, everyone's eating pizza. Every Every single shot is just people eating pizza. On the sidewalk, on the subway, in the restaurant, and the bum, 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 mm. bum, 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 And then it just, I can give you a scene for scene recount of Teenage Mutant Ninja That's all good. Real. That's that's okay. Also, one last point I want to make on pizza. Cast your mind back to the days of secondary school. Just that deep pit of teenage angst. Having to go to school in winter and roam in sandals because you 
fucking haven't washed your socks properly. You have to button up your T-shirt. You have to have your hair a certain length. You catch the school bus. It's just fucking shit. You hate your form teacher. She tells you to take your headphones out during notices, but you don't give a fuck about notices. But everything's all good because it's pizza day. It's pizza day, bro. You bought your $5. You're getting your meat lovers at lunch. Some of the best days of my life were pizza days at school. We didn't have pizza day. Did you really not? You didn't have pizza days at Boys High? Uh-uh. Oh, shit. So we had all of that stuff happen to us. and then we. Didn't you really didn't have pizza day? Swear no, to God. No, swear, to, swear to God. What did you, did you ever have anything? Sausage sizzles? Rice day. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would explain <laughs> a lot. Uh, no, we just had canteen. It's like 2,000 kids or whatever, man. It's kind of hard to give them all pizzas. That's like probably 400 bananas worth of pizzas. We didn't do it all at once. It was like, a you know, your form class would be like, yo, pizza day this Friday. Nice. So it w- wouldn't be the school-wide thing where we would decimate the local dominoes out of, like, pizza ingredients. What? I wish that we had that. That makes me genuinely sad. I had no idea that was a thing. Well, like, I kind of did. But, like, in um, high schools in America where everyone looks dirty. This is a great segue because I just want to, I just want to say this. Be honest. Are you sick of school? Are you Don't interrupt me? because I'm doing an ad. Too cool for school? <laughs> of course you are. School stinks. It's time to say no to education and yes to fun with Wag and Brag. Wag and Brag is a sophisticated conglomerate working out of a garage in Flagstaff. They offer a comprehensive service that covers you with anything from signed notes and parental voicemails to bootleg funeral pamphlets for fictional family members. Change your life today and wag with Wag and Brag. That's that one. That's a big deal. Another day, another sponsor. Isn't yeah. it crazy that for three episodes straight we've had a unique sponsor for each? Yeah. Could you name what all three of them were called? Well, obviously TH spelling yep. for episode one, which helps with um, any kind of diarrhea needs, toilet humor, spell checks. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, and then we had the um. Oh man, what were they called again? We had the what were they called? Yeah, the big yeah. key, the big keychain company. Ah, yeah, big keychain company That's that are like currently. Well, okay, here's the thing: I can't legally say their name because it's got back to us that they are, in in um, currently being sued by Subway sandwich artists. Yeah, so like that's why I can't say it. So but he we'll call them the big keychain company. He can't legally say their name, but he can say Subway. And then of course Wagon Brag definitely hasn't forgotten the second guy's names. No way. No way, Joseph. You're paying us way too much to not remember. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Wow, Wagon Brag. That is cool. Do they do anything beyond schooling goods? No. Sorry, this isn't an improv show. Okay. This is a service that they offer. Okay, well, that's awesome. It's like going to Domino's. Hey, do do you do anything... Not pizza? Yes, we sell small um, blocks and they have numbers on them and you can play dominoes with them. Oh, man. That's what they can do. I remembered. Good work. Can I say my number two? Yeah, let's do it. Super old milk. Oh. I found a loophole here. Now, first of all, I'm aware milk's not a food, but... It's the first nutrition source most of us have post-birth. 
And we liked it so much that the first guy finished up his mums and just started yanking on like animals' titties left, right, and center and sucking on whatever came out. Which I'm like, you got to be pretty obsessed with this shit if that's the levels you're going to. But I'm aware it's not food. So I wanted to go with super old milk, which is butter, yogurt, cheese, custard, cream, or ice cream. All of those are older than new milk. So I found a loophole. No. And it also comes from almonds, even though almonds ain't got titties, though. No, now you're talking about milk again. So we project it onto other stuff. I know, I'm just saying, like, as a society, as a people, we are obsessed with this thing. We call our corner shops, what do we call them? Dairies. Okay, here's the thing. That's cool. If you want to do super old milk, then that's absolutely fine. Yes. But you did rice and yes. you didn't and you didn't go, I get to I get to talk about all these different rice dishes. They are now the thing. You still only talked about rice. Uh, so you so can I can only s- talk about one of those things? Well you can yeah. I you can, can only talk about yogurt, cheese, or whatever yeah. the hell else. Come on, I said. man. Come on. Okay. Well now this is an impression. Because if I said, Oh, I'm bread and I'm gonna steal every fucking thing that's like bread's in. Yeah. It's a bit harsh. You do raise a very good point, and I wish I came prepared. I did. Uh cheese. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. I hate cheese. Yeah, you and do. And I still like some cheese. That makes no fucking sense to me. I hate all cheese. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then I have some dishes with cheese. And I'm like, mm, what's that? And they're like, cheese. I'm like, fuck, you got me again, cheese. I hate brie. I hate camembert. I hate havati. I hate gouda. I hate, what's the chewy one that you can cook? Halloumi. I hate all Ooh. of that shit. And then out of nowhere, mozzarella comes in. Parmesan comes in. American cheese comes in on your cheeseburger. I'm like, motherfucker. It just keeps getting me. So I'm going to pick cheese. Even though I hate cheese, I still somehow like cheese, which means it must be pretty good. Yeah, I think... Um, also known as super old milk. milk. It's crazy to me that I didn't really think of cheese, but I suppose I wasn't really doing anything. Like I have cheese in my list on a pizza and things like that. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I mean, look, taste-wise, it's super dope. The range of tastes is maybe... Um, one of the the more versatile ranges that a food could offer. Are we talking about cheese or milk? Yep, cheese. Okay. Um, and <coughs> mouthfeel is super dope. I mean, melted cheese, stringy mm. melted cheese. Mm, mm. Um, it also kind of like goes on, like I know we're not talking about cuisines, but nachos, Italian, or like Mexican, mm. Italian, uh, French, even like Dutch. If you wanted to, English, like, American. The only one it doesn't really go with is Southeast Asian, right? There's not too much cheeses in a Southeast Asian. It's mm. a Mediterranean. It's like so ubiquitous. Like here's the thing: you don't have it with sushi, or you know you have cream cheese. Cream with sushi. cheese. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You you can just say if you were to have a sausage sizzle, you usually wouldn't have. Oh yeah, cheese in the middle of sizzles. Yeah. There you go. It keeps popping up. It's just everywhere. And I don't like it, but credit where it's due, man. So, unfortunately, I have rated super old milk. Will you accept my ratings for super old milk? Or yeah, do sure. I have to give new ratings? No, that's cool. Lethality, three. <laughs> because IBS, with people who... I'm aware that lethality means it can kill you, but I also just think any time it debilitates you, for me... I think diarrhea is the biggest killer in the world. Yeah. Overall. We need to stop him. Per annum. Per annum. <laughs> per anus. Uh, versatility, five, of course. Accessibility, five, of course. Utility, five, of course. And yummy, five. 
but that was just super old milk for cheese for me yummy is like i don't know one and a half two yeah i mean super old milk in terms of taste is horrendous <laughs> it's not a five that's because you're not lateral in your thinking what's yogurt <laughs> it's just really old fucking milk yeah but this isn't yeah okay you know that's why I'm so quick, man, because I've passed your eyes before I can see it. <laughs> Terrible. I, although I ultimately welcome these entries of rice and super old milk, I myself haven't chosen to go through any loopholes. I've stayed pretty tried and true to the top five. Right. And with number two, I have my one entry that is probably on the more nutritional side of things, which is blueberries. Mm. So you have a you have a fruit as your top spot, mm. and it's not blueberries? Mm-mm. Whoa, and there's strawberries. Mm-mm. Here's the case for blueberries. They are really, really good for you. They're deemed like a superfood, which I don't really pretend to know exactly what that means, but... It means they can pick up a house. Antioxidants, mm-hmm. high in potassium, really? and vitamin C. Them go. Vitamin C. You sometimes you wouldn't think that. Vitamin yes. Lowers your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. Wow. They're also an anti-inflammatory. Mm. My God. And mm. listen, we're not talking about like a spoonful of like bitter medicine. Yeah. This isn't like apple cider vinegar. Yeah. This is a delicious mm. food. It's really nice. It's mm. like a sweet little fruit snack. A sweet little what sorry? Fruit snack. Oh. It's very versatile, so you mm-hmm. can have it fresh, you can have it frozen. I particularly love it frozen. You can have it in cakes, muffins, um, pancakes, things like that. Mm-hmm. It paints your tongue blue. And there's not that many foods out there that just paint your tongue. And as a kid, that's, zombie chew. that's like really fun. Zombie chew. Yeah, zombie chew's in there. You get different lollipops, different wine, lollipops. although it's not really a food. Um, Especially not as a kid. <laughs> it's also can either be a snack or a meal because you can have it by itself, or like I said, it can be in other things, and you can have it with like yogurt. You can mm. have it on top of cereal, um, and ultimately, for something that delicious to be that good for you, has to be near the top for me uh, because my first two ratings was taste and nutritional value, and so it's weighted it very, very highly for me. Yeah, it's a very good choice, and. I kind of suspected that today I wouldn't be as combative because I like food and I've eaten lots of it. And uh, You've probably had like 450,000 meals. Uh, probably 47,500 if I've had five a day for 365 days. For you had five? Years. Okay. Yeah, snacks. Oh, snacks. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks, bro. Morning tea and lunch. Sounds like you guys were getting pizza day. Fuck is this? I reckon I've had about 52,379 meals in my life. Yeah, remember when you didn't eat for that day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was so weak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good Tuesday. Anyway, um, blueberries, phenomenal. Uh, yeah, there's just kind of not much you can say about them. The only thing I would say is that they are seasonally a bit pricey. Yeah, and that's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good point. If you get if you buy them fresh on the punnets, they are pretty expensive. But you can buy them frozen, pretty competitively. And then you boil them, right? Uh, I would back to being I would put them in smoothies, or I'd have them with Greek yogurt frozen, and they're sublime. Mm. Yeah, they are very good. Those are some pro tip little snack meals for you guys at home. What, what were they? Sorry, 
blueberries. Eat them. Yeah, you just eat them. Wow, that's an amazing tip. Hey, guys, just for folks at home, eat some food. Stay tuned for more food tips. Next week, we talk about how you use your mouth to chew. Damn, oh, what that mouth do. <laughs> okay, can I say my number one? Yeah, absolutely. I invented this. Oh. It's called... Can I read out... I'm going to read out my ratings first. Then I'm going to read out what it is. Then I'm going to tell you what it is. Because you won't... You'll know what it is, but you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? So here's the problem, though. You've put all your ratings at fours and fives. So people listening at home will just be like, here's another four. Here's another five. Like, these don't mean <laughs> here's anything to me. Here's another four, you fucking idiots. Lethality, five. Versatility, five. Accessibility, five. Utility, five. Yummy, 15. Oh, that's right. This whole time it hasn't been on a scale of one to five. It's been on a scale of one to 15. And everything else is less than that. Anyway, here's what the food is. Are you ready? Yeah. Shower orange. It's an orange you eat in the shower. And here is why this is the greatest food. And I'm pretty sure you haven't had it. And I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, fuck, this is kind of unfair because you haven't had it. It's kind of like if we were talking about NBA Defensive Player of the Year and I just said a guy and you're like, I haven't seen a single game of his, so how can I even comment on whether he's good or not? You haven't. Have you had a shower orange? Mm-hmm. Wait. Huh? I can have any of my foods in the shower if I want. It have doesn't you, change the have food. Have you eaten? Yes, it does. Have you eaten a shower? No, no, no. I mean, it doesn't change my thing, but Wheat I can bakes. increase the taste of anything. Have wheat bix in the shower. See how that goes. I could if I wanted to, and they'd taste better, You'd sure. Like, how? Because <laughs> the water would get there. You'd like Your sense of taste and smell. If you've ever had a beer in the shower, it's oh, the greatest thing you, you've you ever had. You can't take all of my points. This is my point here. You just picked an orange for number one. Congratulations. No. Continue. Well, yes, I did. But here's why shower orange is the best. So you know when you fart in the shower and it smells worse? Mm-hmm. That's because the steam like elevates all of your senses, which is a point you just made. Yep. And I was about to be so articulate making this. And you're going to be like, what? Susie Kato. Anyway, so yeah, the bear, the post-lawn shower bear is right up there. Mm. But the shower orange is even better because a big drawback on oranges is, Oliver, the juice yes, is on the loose. The juice is on the loose. Exactly. That's o- a very good point, though. OJ the Dunn gets it. So because there is juice on the loose, if you have it in the shower, no more loosey juice. And <laughs> <laughs> you can peel it in the shower, and it's not too much of a hassle. It's not really any easier or harder, but you can just you still can. And then you eat it, and because of all your senses being elevated, citrus is very refreshing, and it tastes delicious. Mm. And that's why I've got it at number one. And I invented that. I thought to myself, I wonder what it would taste like to have a sh- orange in the shower. And then I just did it because I'm a madman, and it was yum. So I love that you've brought the shower into things, because um, yours is a shower. <laughs> you've picked an orange, and you've just highlighted that you can have it in the shower because that's context. You haven't changed any kind of ingredient. It makes in it the taste thing. nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's context for you. Um, no, it literally elevates its taste. Yeah, like scientifically elevates. It's not. It's not psychologically elevates it. It genuinely physiologically elevates the taste of it because it interacts with the steam. Yeah, but you haven't. Not you haven't changed the food. You've just changed where you eat it, which we could do for any of these. So that's good. Okay, it's just an orange. But what <sighs> I will say is, you thinking go. about the juice side of things is actually what I I think. Well, okay, yeah, definitely, because. An orange is such a pain in the ass for that. And mm. orange slices. I mean, it depends how like reckless you are when you eat food. Because mm. if you slice it up and you're pretty good, you don't you won't have too much juice. Um, is it better than orange slices in the, in a bath? I haven't had that. I can't speak to that. Okay, because you know I'm a big bath guy. 
Yeah, you are a big and bath I'm, guy. I'm eating quite a lot of food in the bath. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a little piggy that lets all the crumbs float in the in the water. That's disgusting. <laughs> Do you pee in the bath? No, but I have. I've peed in your bath. <laughs> uh, every now and again, I think such a gimme. If I feel just like a piece of shit, I'll just. But I think you know, in the last ten years, have I peed in the bath? You no, shit in the bath is what you just said. No, never shit in the bath. Oliver no, shit in, in the, the shower. Whew. Oliver shits in the bath. Why not? Night. Okay, well, shower orange is clearly number one by far. My whole scale is fifteen. I swear to God, if you say something like. Corn chips. Are you ready for the real number one? I'm so excited for this. I don't think I am. And at number one, should I read you out what I've got and you try and guess at some point? Sure. Yeah, okay. So it's affordable and easy. You can put it together in under a minute if you wanted to. It can be nutritious based on the the ingredients you use. It's really delicious. Bubble gum. There's different levels to it. So you could buy this at the bakery. You could have it homemade. Croissant. It's Bread. a sandwich. Oh, motherfucker. So if you want to make it nutritious, have it with shredded chicken, spinach, whole grain bread. You can get it from the bakery. You can get it from Subway. You can make it yourself. Depends how much you hate yourself. Everyone's gone through a sandwich phase. Everyone went through a little phase where they started making sandwiches for themselves, probably when you were younger, but like getting home from school, chatting together a sandwich. It's the godfather of the bagel, bat, panini, toasted sandwich. And here's my biggest point. I would argue probably the most important meal of the day is lunch because... Breakfast, wake up, some people skip it. A lot of people say it's the most important. That's great. Dinner, yeah, you have like a delicious meal to finish the day, but it doesn't really serve a purpose in terms of energy. So for me, I think the best meal is lunch. If you're at school or if you're at work, it's the one big thing that you're looking forward to. Pick up the spirits, have something delicious, keep moving. Think about your lunchbox if you pack your own lunch. Not appeal. What's the anchor of the lunchbox? What is the main event? The banana? The banana is a side piece to the sandwich that you've put together yourself. Okay. You have your little um, Dunkaroos off to the side, your Lee snack. You have your fruit. You have maybe a bag of chips. And then your sandwich is the main event. This guy is having a big lunch. It's the sandwich. Sandwich is the best food. Who invented the sandwich? Do you know? Yeah, it was Philip Seymour Sandwich. Nope, it was the Earl of Sandwich, who was a notorious prankster and a trickster, and he invented it. Not even a joke. Yeah, you can look it up. Uh, Didn't he die uh, by falling over a banana peel with a prank kind of backfiring in his face? No. Because maybe we need to up the banana peel lethality rating. He was stabbed to death. By his brother. (laughs) (laughs) So... Not actually everything's a joke, Oliver. Sometimes some things we should take with an air of sincerity. Are you being serious at all with that? Earl the Earl of sandwich? sandwich is a guy who invented the sandwich, 100p. Yeah, he was some when did British he live? dude or something. Uh, like 1500. <clears throat> um, it's He made it, fuck, I can't even remember. He made it for like the queen or king or whatever. Anyway, 
Here is my question about the sandwich. How is that not a bunch of different ingredients? Or is that kind of your point? That you, they Every meal anything. ever is just a bunch of ingredients. But then it could just be anything, right? It would have to be an established food. It would just, I guess it's anything that is like paired with bread either side, right? It has to have two pieces of bread Mm -hmm. and have ingredients in the middle. It's fairly specific. Mm. Because you can't just chuck anything in a sandwich and it will work. I mean, you could if you wanted. Like, if I wanted to be like real scummy, I could be like, you can put any food ever between two pieces of bread and then you got any food you want and that is the best. But that's not what I'm saying. Because that would like be a, shit. It's not like a freestyle rap, like the way you do it. You could put any da 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 and then it would be the best. But that's yeah. not what I'm saying. Um, I guess. It doesn't really excite me. It's whatever. It's a sandwich. I never went through that sandwich phase, but that's, you know, more me. I'm not saying that no one did. Yeah, but you think rice by itself is five-star rating tastiness. So, of course, why would you Why would you really pizzazz things up with actual, like, flavors? You'd just be like, I'm just going to have my rice. Or maybe an orange in the shower. Or I'm going to slurp down super old milk because that's also <laughs> a five-star rating. And what the fuck do I need real taste for? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I will say this, that uh, I did think about the sandwich and I'm a little bit annoyed I didn't put it in there because there are a couple of sandwiches that I've had that have, like I remember where I was. I've only had them once or twice. Mm. <clears throat> and they were genuinely taste-changingly good. You know what I mean? Like You're just like, holy fuck, I wish that I did this not often enough for it to be a commodity, but often enough for me to just feel this high. I love that you say that because every time you happen at, like, you need quite a lot of fresh ingredients around to put together yourself, like, a really, really substantial sandwich. But when you do, like, say, if you uh, have nice bread and then you fry an egg, have some, like, ham, cheese, lettuce, all sorts of stuff in there, having it's amazing, but you don't often, like, go back to it all the time. No. What's the best sandwich you've had? Do you know? Do you think you could pick one? Um,. I think it's kind of what I described as long as all the ingredients are super fresh. So it's like a really nice chutney, avocado in there, tomato. I can't think of like one specific moment, but I've had so many sandwiches, so it's kind of not fair. I can't really think. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I guess it's a pretty good one. I'm pretty annoyed that I don't have too much of a pushback on it. Yeah, and just to end things, I can eat it in a shower if I want. You can't. It gets soggy. It immediately gets soggy. Why would I eat it against the water? <laughs> I just put my back to the water and just... And why are you in the shower? Just being a sauna. Idiot. Sauna sandwich. Fine. That's fine. I eat it quickly. No sog. No sog. Five-star health rating. Uh, taste rating. No sog. <laughs> uh, ugh. It's just boring to me. Uh, whatever. You know, you're allowed it. I'll allow it. It's fine. You can have it if you Thanks, want. Thanks, man. You can have it, you know. I think you're just a bit mad because, like, you had an orange for number one and... Fumbled it's not the bag. An orange. It's a shower orange. It's completely different. It's no other orange. I'm not saying the orange like out of the shower is any good. It's fine. Like it's probably sixth, but it's not in the top five. But put that baby in the shower. Sweet mama. I think you just needed. You could just then pick the most delicious food you can think of and have it in the shower. Wouldn't that be a better way to do it? If that's your argument. Can we maybe like Duck Island ice cream in the shower? Oh that my would god! Melt immediately. There's sometimes Oliver that 
Like I like that we argue and stuff and we go back and forth, but you can't rip down the food I've invented and point it out to me that maybe this. You also better. didn't invent it's it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Who's the person who you know who had the showerage first? Was it me, the Earl of Showerages, the guy who's the sandwich? People are out there being like, "Yo, we put fucking stuff between bread before the that guy." Yeah, Subway's mad that I'm pulling out sandwiches. Subway gets way too much like. Conversational points on this show. You know why it does? Fuck Here's, Subway, bro. I would love to know, like, all our listeners, all of you, reach out and let us know your your thoughts on this. Me and Cam will frequent Gray Street a lot and we'll go check out some op shops. We might get a coffee and we might have kind of left the cafe and we're doing <laughs> things. And it's to the point where Cam needs to go toilet. It's tinkle. just a number one, it's just, just a wee. Just a tinkle. But obviously we've left the cafe and he'll walk into Subway and flat out walk straight through, use the toilet, walk out, not even make eye contact or say hello to the people working I'll there. I'll say hello. Oh. Yeah, I'll greet them. And I'll just be like, even worse. Is that all good? Because that seems like a, like a terrible thing to me. There is – Subway has the most franchises in the entire world for fast food. I don't think that they're struggling just because I flush their toilet. I think they're fine, man. I don't think Subway are like, we got to stop them. All these customers. Well, like, because <laughs> they're owned by the Penguin, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. You need to send down his thugs to work security at Grace Street Subway. It's yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Well, let us know. Um, Everyone knows it's fine. Now, next week, I think we might be having a special guest who could be... A rather semi-permanent fixture. Tom Cruise. Uh, it, it, well, we'll just leave it as a secret, but he's coming in with top fives, and we actually know what our topic is for next week, so should we, should we just kind of preview it? Cue it sure. in. Cue it up. Top five cartoon shows. Yep. Whoa. With Tom Cruise. Not with Tom Cruise, but, someone you know. Someone like Tom someone Cruise. Someone like Tom Cruise. Ron Cruise is brother. <laughs> Thanks so much, as always, for tuning in. And, uh, I mean, until next time, I'm going to hit a random button. You ready? See you, Cam. Love you. Bye, Oliver. <laughs> oh, God damn That was it. terrible. Till next time. <laughs>